According to the Johannesburg Development Agency, there was an issue of a set of bolts that were missing from the temporary steel bridge on Santon's Grayston Drive over the M1 highway. Senior Development Manager Siabonga Genu submitted that in a meeting which took place a few days before the structure collapsed, an engineer indicated that there were a few bolts missing. At the meeting, which was attended by representatives of Murray and Roberts and Formscaf, those present were assured that the missing bolts would not affect the structural integrity of the temporary bridge. The contracted companies at the centre of the inquiry pointed fingers at each other. The JDA, Murray and Roberts and engineering consultancy firm Royal Huskening DHV and Formscaf deny responsibility for the collapse. SCAF holding suppliers Formscaf, who were subcontracted by Murray and Roberts, say they did not design or take responsibility for the erection of the temporary bridge. Advocate Ewan Rudolph submitted that the agreement was only to supply the steel material to the construction site. At no stage was it indicated that Formscaf was engaged as the designer of the temporary works, nor did it agree to assume responsibility for the erection thereof. Had this been a proposed, Formscaf would not have accepted such an appointment as it does not employ a professional engineer who would be required to assume responsibility for the design, inspection and improval of the temporary works and would not have been prepared to carry the risk consequent upon the performance of this function. Rudolph added that there were some concerns about the methodology used in the construction. He says these were raised with Murray and Roberts. Formscaf raised concerns that the site was not ready to accept all the pre-assemblies as agreed since the eastern embankment had not been excavated and levelled in preparation. Mr. Pretorius reassured Formscaf's representatives that the excavation and levelling would be completed and temporary support work was still being completed on that side. Consultancy firm Royal Huskening, DHV, distanced itself from the blame, claiming that JDA had requested to bring in an independent safety and occupational health company to oversee the safety at the site. Legal representative Ian Green. On the 29th of January 2015, and pursuant to the request of the JDA via RHDHV, NEMI Consulting Environmental, Social and OHS Consultants, which is defined as NEMI, submitted a proposal for its appointment by the JDA as the Occupational Health and Safety Consultants in relation to the MNR construction contract and the construction of the pedestrian bridge. Structural safety expert Willem LaRue, who is representing the JDA, asked the Commission to call witnesses who are not experts, as there's a factual dispute over who is responsible for the design of the temporary pedestrian and cycle bridge. The only witnesses will not be expert witnesses. There's a factual dispute between Formscaf and Marian Roberts, who was responsible for the design. So the expert reports will not help us in this regard. Witnesses must furnish statements to say who was responsible for the design, whether it was Formscaf, was it uh, Marion Roberts, and motivated. And then secondly, what about the missing bolts? Were they missing? How many were missing? What happened at this meeting when it was discussed? These are factual issues. So it's important that we get the factual issues first and then get to the experts. Otherwise, you may base an expert report on incorrect facts. All final reports from stakeholders, including the Labor Department's chief investigator, must be handed in to the Commission by March 31st. The inquiry will then resume with the calling of witnesses from April 19. I'm Nama Polani in Johannesburg.